Welcome, everybody, to This Podcast Has Autism. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. It's Bran and Marcy, the hosts of the show. Our topic today is on ending this season of the podcast. We are taking a break because the holidays are upon us, and we feel like it's the best thing to do. We are going to be busy, so we feel like others will be busy as well. We... We will just be taking a break for the holidays, and we will start back up in January. Since this is the last episode before the break, we decided to do a big giveaway. That's why we had three different companies for the giveaway and had three winners. When we come back, we will have another big giveaway. During the break, we are going to continue to try to build up a nice lineup of interviews and think of other ways to improve the podcast for when we come back. If you guys have any suggestions on who you want us to interview, or if you want us if you want to be on the show or any suggestions to make it better please let us know we will continue to post on social media and still be in the loop in the community so please reach out to us if you want to we we might throw in a special episode just to show we are thinking about you listeners and to let you know when to expect another new episode in January We hope you all have a great Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas if you celebrate it and a Happy New Year. Happy holidays all around. We we will announce the winners at the end of the show. We'll see you back here in January. Now let's move on to our interview. Hey everyone, today we have If I Need Help organization with us and Bruce Wilson is the CEO of the company. Bruce, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Bruce, and uh, my wife Erin and I started uh, a nonprofit called If I Need Help. We make wearable ID for our loved ones who have communication issues, and we have a caregiver controlled special needs registry. And at this time, we have around 18,000 members throughout the country. Wow, that's huge. It's it's a lot more than 17,000. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you, you keep wanting to increase uh, membership and, and that sort of thing, but it's a, a number that uh, um, you know we're helping a lot of people, and we just want more and more and more. How long have you been doing your business? Uh, somewhere around five years. Okay, and, and what what got you started doing this business? Um, well, our son has moderately severe autism. He's uh, sixteen now. And he was, uh, uh, particularly when he was younger, he was a wandering risk, an elopement risk. And he could take off at any second, and he's an athlete. He's, he's in really good shape. Uh, and he's also um, low verbal, so if he were to get away from us, he would have not much chance of telling people who he is and where to take him and stuff like that. So um, now he's better than he was, but he's still um, impacted. And my wife and I, uh, my wife Erin, who's actually the, uh, I'm the technical guy and she's the creative one. Uh, she thought, what if we, you know, put some, made some wearable ID for him, put a QR code patch on his shirt. And so we did that and it worked out so well that we uh, uh, decided to um, make it available to uh, anyone that needed that. And so we started first as a for-profit, um, but all the stuff we were doing was really what a nonprofit would 
do. So um, when we decided that we really should be a nonprofit and wanted to switch over, uh, everything was already in compliance and stuff. The, uh, even the, the, our site had a, a .org on it. Um, so even like a lot of accidental things happened that that put us in the nonprofit realm, and then it was a real easy switch. Oh wow! And how does your communicate company communicate with? officials to help people find their loved ones with your ID tags? Uh, we've done a lot of police trainings. Uh, here in Southern California, we've done uh, uh, 15, we've trained around 14 or 1,500 CHP officers, California Highway Patrol, uh, and we've done trainings, police trainings at other places. Um, we've done a lot of social media, we've reached out to a lot of police departments. Uh, our, our stuff is, is basically... Um, it's it's wearable ID and uh, and I when we put it together we were always thinking okay and then police will see this and police will do that but what really ended up happening most of the time is that someone goes missing or has some communication problem and somebody uh, either scans the device or, or you know whatever the person's wearing or sees a telephone number on it and calls the family and good Samaritans have basically basically been our uh, all of our uh, success stories all for the most part one or two are from police but uh, it seems like people see the stuff know what it is right away and get people back um, quickly uh, hopefully that will continue uh, you know every day is a new adventure yeah. Um, besides ID tags, what else does your company offer? Uh, we have, um, I haven't even counted recently, but we have uh, uh, about 50 or 60 different wearable things and alerts. Uh, we have caregiver lanyards and, uh, and caregiver cards, which are really um, very important stuff. It's very affordable, too. Uh, it, it's, um, you know, I think a caregiver lanyard is like $3.75. And it basically says caregiver all over it. And then it has uh, a caregiver card down in the little pouch at the bottom that says I am a caregiver. And if I'm unable to communicate, please look for my person with special needs. They're usually with me and could be hiding or in danger. Um, and then you could write stuff on that. And so that's, uh, that's really good because... Um, a lot of times, like if a parent were to have a seizure themselves or a car accident, um, a lot of times people wouldn't know uh, that there was a person with special needs that they were supposed to be watching. Uh, it also could be handed, like, oh, you're the caregiver right now. I'm, going, I'm, I'm the caregiver. I'm going to the bathroom. And so the mom could hand uh, the lanyard to their mom or to their husband or boyfriend to, like, you have, you have our kid. So you can do stuff like that. So that's the caregiver lanyard. Um, and then we have um, lots of locking shoe tags, uh, locking bracelets, um, dog tags, ID cards, uh, patches, pins, clips, seatbelt alerts, uh, medicine pouches, um, I, uh, bumper stickers, window flings. I, I, could, I could just keep going on. So, so that's like one big aspect of what we do. Uh, the other part is um, uh, our special needs registry, which is caregiver controlled. And there's three parts to that. The first part is what we call the public profile. And if someone is wearing a, a something with a QR code on it um, or the num a number, a unique number, they can, um, they can scan it or go to the website and put the number in. 
and then they see this um, this profile where the, the family can put whatever they want someone that finds their loved one to, to know uh, and they can also um, uh, uh, so, so there's that and then the second part is we call the emergency question and answers and that's confidential we don't see that at all uh, a family can put the type of things that someone would ask in a critical missing like if you if your child was missing and the police were at the door um, all those kind of questions are already uh, filled out and can be printed uh, in advance or in a, you know in a situation or emailed and uh, so when a policeman were, was to be at the door uh, they could um, you know you could just hand them the thing and, and say go find my kid instead of um, spending 20 minutes answering all those questions because the, the the 20 minutes or however long it takes to get the search started could be critical yeah definitely how has your business grown or changed over time well when we were at the beginning we were very um very new it was uh, uh you know wow what this is a whole new world for us. so a lot of it's work on the job you know on the job learning and I've, I have a very technical background, so um, so I had a plan, and my wife Erin is very creative, and so she was um, creating things, and at the beginning we were basically trying to give away free products and uh, and, and um, get uh, you know people to join our website, and so we did that for the first year or two. Um, we've been together five years around. And so after that point, we had a, a Facebook post that went viral. One of our members was in a, um, a terrible car accident. Fortunately, she's fine. Um, but she was T-boned, and she could not speak. And her son has um, Down syndrome and autism, and he was in the backseat. He's nonverbal. And uh, she was terrified uh, um, because she couldn't advocate for him. So she wrote a Facebook post. Uh, she only had... Uh, say 100 Facebook friends, 125, something like that. Um, and so um, we didn't know that she had the potential to, to go viral. But what she did was she wrote a, a, a um, kind of a blog type piece and put it in Facebook that said something along the lines of, um, you need to get, if I need help products now, the life you save might be your child's. Uh, and so um, she gave it to us to look at, and it was really well written. And so um, we said, sure, you post it, great. And we didn't really think much more of it because, you know, we've posted things in Facebook and a lot of times it doesn't get any traction. And all of a sudden this thing just blew up. It, it um, maybe 500, 600, 700,000 times it was shared or something like that. And we had about 3,000 orders in two or three days. Um, and up until then we would get, say, two orders in a week. And when we get those two orders, we just freak out. We'd be um, like, "Oh, we have an order!" and everything would stop, and we'd run and we'd do it. And um, and then all of a sudden, we had like thousands. And I had a, a scaling um, model in my head that worked. So we upgraded our computers on the fly. We hired employees. We did all this stuff, and and we got the stuff out. Uh, and then we had a decision to make: um, what to do with the revenue from it. And we could either put it in the bank and then, oh, we have money in the bank, um, or we could just reinvest it entirely in, in, uh, into 
faster computers and automation, and then we'll be prepared for, for large things, for the next viral post, or, or working with um, the state of California, which we do now, uh, or various things like that. Um, and so that's what we did. We reinvested it, and, um, and now it's, uh, um, knock on wood, it, it's been very smooth sailing. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And what makes you different from other organizations? Um, I'm not sure what makes us different. Um, I think that, that, you know, from other organizations, because, uh, you know, we're probably similar to a lot of um, organizations such as yourselves. You know, we're, my wife and I, um, you know, do this as a, uh, you know, as a couple and, you know, we do bring in some other workers and stuff as we get busy. Uh, you know, but it, it's, you know, the organization, it's pretty straightforward. Um, however, what sort of sets us apart from other people that do similar things is um, we're not locked in on any one of our products. We, we didn't like like create some incredible GPS and say, this is our GPS, this is what we're doing, this is who we are, this GPS. Um, we created, um, you know, 50 products or whatever it is now, uh, and we're always adding to them. And a lot of them have QR codes, but if QR codes goes out, we're going to go to something else. Um, we're not stuck on, um, you know, on just one thing. We're trying to have multiple, multiple ways for people with communication issues to have their information uh, with them. And a lot of people, uh, like my son, is um, moderately severe with autism, and uh, he has patches on all his shirts, and uh, he's low verbal, but you say to him, uh, Jay, what will you do if you get lost? And he points at the patch, and he goes, scan. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, he's very cute. Um, you know, so the thing that sets us apart is, um, is you know, we're, we're always willing and trying to make new products to help people and, you know, help more people. Uh, you know, so, so that's probably one of the biggest things. Um, and we also, um, you know, we try to do really good customer service. You know, everybody says that. So, you know, I, I hope I'm not just like somebody saying that. Um, but we've noticed that um, a lot of engineer type people like myself um, have, have a lot of attitude that's, you know, and it's sort of my, um, my personality kind of goes that way too. Uh, and so I go overboard the other way when I have a customer support, realizing that, you know, I'm going to innately have a lot of attitude and think people should know stuff and do it themselves. And so I had to let all that go. And, you know, we'll talk a lot. Of, sometimes we talk to people for 45 minutes helping them set up, you know, their, their free product or, or their, you know, $10 shoe tag or something like that. Um, you know, so we really try to, to help the special needs community that, you know, are the majority of our, um, our members. Uh, and a lot of people really need a lot of help because they're watching their kids and they don't have time to be staring at a computer. They're trying to keep their kid from jumping through the window. Right, right. Uh, what do you think most people would say is the best thing about your organization? that but she's not here right now so I would think what would I think is the best thing about our organization is is 
that it's set and forget. Um, a lot of stuff that's very important, like we believe in GPS and we believe in a lot of things, and there's a place for everything. Um, but our stuff, basically, like our locking shoe tag, you just put it on the shoe, and then you just cut it off, and uh, you know when that shoe's no good anymore, put on another shoe. Um, you know, so there's not like um, batteries that need to charge. There's not like oh, we just to put our daily thing. Like if my son were to go missing. Um, you know, he's got his patch on every shirt, you know, so a lot of people have a locking bracelet on their kid so that, you know, it, it, it doesn't need batteries or anything. So, um, you know, if they were to go missing and, uh, you know, you never think your kid's going to go missing that, like, uh, he's going to go missing this afternoon. I need to make sure this thing is on him. I mean, you sort of think that, but, um, you know, if that would happen, people using our stuff would be prepared because the stuff would already be on their kids. Yeah. Um, what are your goals for the next three to five years? Uh, well, right now we're making a lot of progress um, throughout the country. Uh, we, we're working with some, starting to work with some police departments uh, nationally. Um, we're working with uh, the Inland Regional Center in California, which um, is uh, um, helps developmentally disabled uh, uh, Californians. Uh, in uh, San Bernardino County and Riverside County, we just became a vendor, or we're just finishing the vendoring process with uh, uh, North Los Angeles County. So we really want to expand more in California, um, and we want to create uh, our, our database. We want to uh, incorporate it with police departments and hospitals throughout the country as a um, as a missing persons database uh, that would be very affordable. Um, so we would like to. Um, keep adding members uh, over the next in five years we'd like to have 500,000 members um, you know which is a big jump from 18 thousand uh, um, you know so we want to increase membership we want to increase the organizations in the states we work with um, and we want uh, we want to help people be as safe as they possibly can what priorities will help you achieve your goals uh, I think to, some of our root things we really need to stay with. We need to, like customer service has been a huge thing for us, and the busier you get, the more challenges that come along with that. So, so we really need to focus and not let customer service um, become less important. Um, we also um, uh, need to keep creating new products and supporting the ones we have um, because. You know, just because we have like a, a, a really great locking shoe tag um, doesn't mean that someone else might need uh, something we haven't even made up yet. Like, uh, what we, uh, just for example, um, we also have temporary tattoos, you know, which are very helpful for someone that, you know, won't allow a, a bracelet on their arm or their leg and, um, and, won't, and, and sometimes doesn't wear clothes and tries to, and it runs out the door. You know, so... Um, just say, um, you know, there's some other product that's important for uh, people that don't wear clothes as the temporary tattoo. Um, you know, we, we need to keep inventing things. We need to find out what else could help people that aren't helping now. Yeah, it sounds like you need to continue evolving. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really great. Um, where is your leadership team strong at, and where does it need development? Um, our board? 
board is good. We have a really strong board of directors as a nonprofit union. We need a board of directors. Um, I, I'm very technical. I'm a, a really good project manager. Um, I, my, uh, I guess, uh, I, I, I always could become better at working with people. Um, I can keep improving. Uh, we um, we need to add, uh, you know, more um, states. Like in California, where we uh, are located, you know, we know the agencies, you know, that that help people that have communication issues. So, um, so we we made tremendous progress there. But for some other state, you know, I'm sure they have similar services, but we might not even know what that's called. So, say we need to find out what the agency is in New Jersey or wherever that helps their citizens with communication issues, and then we need to um, create relationships with them and uh, and start you know supplying products to their consumers. Uh, we also um, uh, we've been vetted by a top five um, health insurance company, and they're going to be. Um, supposedly uh, rolling us out over the next um, period of time. I'm not sure what that period of time is. And, you know, in its general term, you know, they, they said, you know, we'll be figuring out how to bring you to market over the next period of time. So uh, is that 10 years or, or one? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, but I'm hoping it's one. Uh, you know, so, so we want to work with more states. We want to work with insurance. Um, we want to provide wearable ID for whoever needs it. And how does your nonprofit organization get your funding? Um, we have three um, stream, three funding streams. Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to like say something clever, like the, the bird, the bird, the funding bird has three wings. Um, <laughs> but it, it was, that would probably make it fly in a circle. Um, so we have um, donations, grants. And um, and uh, product sales. Oh, okay. And, and coming from where I, I used to work uh, in entertainment, I, and my last job doing that, I had my own recording studio as a music producer for like eighteen years, and then I worked for um, Technicolor for, for twelve years or something in, in post production. And the division of Technicolor I worked in went out of business. And it, they had lots and lots of work, but they didn't have, it wasn't diverse enough. Like Sony was like our biggest client, and um, when they had a falling out with Sony, for whatever reason, um, their, their whole division was business. So I saw that, and I, I really learned, um, and that's how I was able to do this, because I got a severance when they let me go. Um, but I learned that you could be asking for, um, for trouble. And so um, I, I've really been focused on, um, on not just getting one person who's happy with it. Um, you know, I, we're always looking to, to grow uh, content and stuff like that. What do you personally spend most of your time on? Um, personally, um, I do a lot of production. Um, you know, which is basically making our stuff because we make it all here in our three-car garage, um, and uh, and we have our our, uh, our 
part-time worker has uh, he's awesome. He has uh, high-functioning autism. Uh, most of the most everybody that um, helps us uh, have have either children on the spectrum or are on the spectrum. Um, so uh, you know we're um, uh, yeah. Could you could you say that question again? Because I I went on a tangent. Oh, you're <laughs> fine. Um, I just asked, what do you personally? Spend oh. spend most of your time on. Yeah, so I do a lot of computer stuff. I do a lot of internet security stuff. I'm talking to uh, to developers, uh, to our developer, and you know, uh, steering that process. Um, I, I do a lot of uh, processes as far as like production. Um, you know, saying uh, uh, okay, so you know, someone places it like with the, the our California regional centers. You know, when someone um, uh, makes a request, um, it goes into our system as like a, a you know a pending PO, and their caseworker gets an email, and then the caseworker gets back to us and says, "I've received this," and then the, their um, uh, POS, their their billing department, um, it gives us an authorization, and then we put that in, and it you know so uh, and it changes the, the order to in process. You know, so I'm I'm designing processes and um, you know that a lot of that's uh, online as well as you know what does somebody sitting here in our facility do you know when someone places an order you know they they print the order or they put it in a um, in a uh, plastic folder uh, and they, they you know they do this that and the next thing so I, you know I'm designing um, you know how we do stuff so everybody communicates well and the stuff gets out quickly um, without rejections and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, where can people find you online? We're at ifineedhelp.org. That's ifineedhelp.org. Um, <laughs> I was trying to say a commercial thing. I don't have the, the commercial uh, voice for, um, uh, you know, uh, but, but I tried. Um, so, um, yeah, that, that's where we are, uh, ifineedhelp.org. Okay. And then are you on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram? Yeah. Okay. And you, if you go to ifineedhelp.org, and all those links are on the top. We have a blog that we're um, uh, doing, using a lot of guest bloggers on. That's getting pretty good. You know, you know a lot of people at this point, so they get some pretty good information on our blog. Cool. And is there anything else you would like to add before we close? Um, you really asked a lot of good questions. So um, I'm not sure... If I have, uh, nothing just came out like, well, how come they didn't ask me that? Um, once, we, once we're done with the interview, I'll be like, oh, darn, I forgot about that. <laughs> but right now it feels it feels like you asked some good questions. You talked about how we got where we are, what we do, and where we're going. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you being on the show. Oh, my pleasure. It's always fun to be on shows and, and to meet you guys. Thank you very much. At this time, we will like to give a shout-out to Ed and Becca Regan, Dappled, Way Beyond the Label, Sensory Goods, Art Therapeutic, Play Therapy Supply, Kid Companions, Audio Mave, and Happy Hand Toys. And a big shout-out to all of our guests that were on our show. And a special shout-out to all you listeners out there. Thank you guys so much. Now... For what you all been waiting for, 
our giveaway winners are Hannah B. on Instagram won the liquid motion bubbler from Play Therapy Supply. Nicole Gotsman, sorry if I butcher your, your name, on Instagram won the Bite Saber from Art Therapeutic. Jennifer Dean on Facebook won the lap pad from Sensory Goods. Congratulations to the winners. That's it for this episode. Until next time.